Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Three Under Par podcast. This is a golf podcast where little white ball is life. I'm your host, Scotty T, and I'm joined by my co-host, KJ, for right now. What's going on, KJ? Just living the dream every day. So T-Bone's running a little bit late, so we're, we're pressed for time. Whenever he gets here, we'll grab in the mic. We'll throw in the mic, and he'll just jump right in, see how it goes. But we're going to get the ball rolling over here. First off, KJ, how was your weekend golf trip with the boys over at Wolf Dancer? It was phenomenal. So we actually drove in Friday, and we played Lakeway, which is in Austin. Very good course. They have two courses there. One's Yopon, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. One of those courses, if you never played it, just like go home. So many elevation changes. <laughs> um, I get there and I'm like, Dumpy, I, if you listen to our last podcast, I was completely out of golf balls. I was like, Dumpy, I'm going to need some balls. He goes and buys me a box. I left there with six balls. So much through half of it. Wow. Yeah. That's that's not good. This, this just that's tells a- you how this golf course is. Like It's gettable because it's short, but you don't know where you're going. So I oh, lost yeah. six golf balls and shot 77. It's one of those where I would assume, because I haven't played there, it's probably like short, so you don't know where the trouble is, so you pull out driver. Exactly. You're like, wait, where did this little creek come from that comes out of nowhere? Dog leg left 360. I'm thinking, oh, man. Just rope it over the trees or whatever. I can see the hill, and there's no water up there. What it doesn't show you is that it gets like five feet wide down there. Yeah, those hill country courses can get really tricky down there, can't they? It was so bad. And Dumpy told us that he played there before and then he was like yeah just hit it down the cart path out of bounds five feet left of the cart path <laughs> guess where i was in somebody's pool oh gosh it was rough just going for a little swim right yeah but some of the shots that i got away with like i said was just a flick wedge in that's why i was able to lose that many golf balls and break 80 yeah it was rough though well we are editing this in right now guess who just walked in the door t-bone wow. himself starting without me what's going on t-bone you doing all right nothing much a little jet lag so for forgive me for my tardiness but uh, happy to be here. You know, KJ was just giving us a little rundown of the boys' trip. Shout out to Dumpy and Nate. Did you have a good time, though? We did. Wolf Dancer was tough again. That, oh. that's, we played that's that Saturday. That's back weekends, right? Well, yes, that is. We played it Saturday after going out in downtown Austin. <laughs> um, yeah. So <laughs> Say no more. We weren't, we weren't feeling great. I think Dumpy was the only one that got a decent amount of sleep. Good for him. The responsible one. Yeah, kind of. Ish. (laughs) We'll see about that. Okay, let's move on. (laughs) Tivo, man, you were over in Hawaii. You literally flew through the night to get back to Houston. Little White Ball's life. Today. Dude, how was the trip? I I don't know where to start. I'm... Is it a good time? I kind of wanted to miss my flight home. (laughs) I... It was an incredible trip. Uh, all golf aside, even though I will get to the golf, that is you look tan. one of the best places in the world. You look very tan. Thank you. Hawaii. Yeah, I got, yeah, I got I'll some do it sun to for sure. But uh, because this is a golf podcast, I'll go ahead and uh, jump into my round. You so, sound great, by the way. You sound yeah, great. I'm a little, <laughs> the voice is a little gone, but uh, we're here and <laughs> yeah, I'm really, really damn tired. I've. The brain's still not really working well. I mean, that's you fair. Know. I can kind of tell. That's yeah. understandable. The voice, yeah. So I mean, Hawaii, long trip, a wedding, like a wedding weekend out of town just kind of takes it out of you. And then if you have a, I mean, how long's the flight? Eight hours? Eight hours. Didn't you have Gosh. like a 7 a.m. tea time? Had a 7 a.m. tea time. What, first off, first off, how much sleep, if sleep, did you get the night before? So we went And to did you bed. make it? We made it. You made it. Okay. Wow. So we made first it back. Yeah. <laughs> 
the actually the first tee time was at 650. So, and it's about Gosh. get this. The golf course is 40 minutes away. <laughs> but, nope. Nope. But nope. actually went to bed somewhat early around midnight because we had a Oh my gosh. We had a bunch of boats take us out to the sandbar in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Long story short, US Coast Guard got called on us. And <laughs> what? We, I think some people lost their boating license. It was some drama. There was some shit going on Ooh, out there. Wow. What did you do? That's amazing. I didn't do anything. I was uh-huh. It got pretty wild out there, but uh so with a a lot of day drinking going on, it wasn't too late of a night, but all things considered, the morning came quick. So we pile six dudes in a Suburban, six golf bags. Nice. And before we're even getting to the course, we're about a half a mile away, and this local's driving this uh, hotel Suburban. There's about ten chickens running across the road, and he not <laughs> goes out of his way to just demolish a fuck ton of chickens. <laughs> <laughs> in the suburban <laughs> so bad <laughs> this dude so we were a little tired and kind of out of it and when that happened it had it felt like we drank three cups of coffee because we were so shocked and confused but i went out fragile, of his way huh? yeah just trucked him it was a life comes at you quick <laughs> but wow yeah that was bye bye chickens Oh, better story. So I also had to get my... We talked about the rental clubs yeah. last week. So I uh, I was a really good friend. Picked up rental clubs for some other friends as well. So we had two guys carrying four golf bags through the middle of Waikiki Island. And had, had a few drinks throughout the day. And they're these carrying golf bags. They're not like tour bags, but they're not carrying bags. They're like cart single bags. Single straps. Yeah, yeah, single straps. Oh, gotcha. And they're these weird cattywampus counterbalance weight to them especially when you've been drinking me and my friend are walking through the middle of the an intersection and our clubs we look back and they're just falling out of the middle of the street and we have two (laughs) bags of rental clubs and i just signed gave away all my credit card information to the to the company for any damages and we have all of our clubs basically in the middle of an intersection oh there no wasn't a guy in a suburban thinking they were chickens <laughs> were they oh. no if that guy was that guy was anywhere near him they would have been crushed to pieces classic but, mix up between chicken so and golf what, what were the clubs how'd you play yeah so i got the clubs were nice really i got m6 cavity backs okay nice. which go a fucking mile i was hitting the nice. ball so far straight eh, kind of but <laughs> Um, I mean, chicks take the long ball, right? Yeah, they do. Trust me. Um, anyways, I uh, got my rental clubs. Uh, we got M sixes and M fours, which are pretty nice. Um, and we show up to the golf course, and it's not a not a uh, oceanside golf course. This is up in the like Hawaii mountains. And basically, imagine playing golf at Jurassic Park. It was so cool it's called the royal hawaiian golf club that's interesting nice and it was a lot of elevation the course was actually in kind of bad shape it had rained a lot but the views out there were i'll be putting them up on instagram sorry for the uh lack of uh content out there from the big island uh was i on the big island i don't even know i wasn't oahu yeah 
Wahoo. Yeah. Anyways, dude, if um, you need the Instagram login, you should have texted us. Yeah, we yeah, have it. I wasn't in. I you, wasn't. You're supposed to have it. That's yeah. the point. We're probably glad he didn't put them up. Yeah, they'd be sideways and bloody from dead chickens. And oh, that's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you would have put up dead chickens on the Instagram pod, like hashtag Little White Balls Life, that would have been insane. Yeah. We had Pete all over us. So, yeah. how many balls did you lose? What did we shoot? Did we break so, ninety? I shot. Did we break a well, hundred? Granted. Uh, we did play from probably, 61. if I'm being generous, no, I'm right at about 6,100 yards. Oh, really? Love it. Yeah. Nice. And I shot 80 on the dot with, okay. with uh, I think, two birdies and an eagle. So we had some big numbers. <laughs> yeah. Which goes well, back to, uh, did you go through like three sleeves? So this is what was so stupid about this round. First hole or second hole. It's like a 120-yard par three, almost borderline island green. And I told you the M6s go far. So I'm going right at the pin, airmail the green by like 20 yards into the pond. So that was a Pro-V, and I go, fuck this. I'm not going to lose any more Pro-V1s. So Smart. I pull out a Slazenger raw. Naturally. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Give it to him. I used that ball for the next eight holes. <laughs> and then I once I finally lose that, I tee up a Pro-V1, slice that in the woods. So I think. <laughs> so did you go to the pinnacle after that? Yeah, it was. It got. I don't know what I was using after that. And what else do I tell about the course? It was a lot of elevation changes, hiking. I felt like I went on a hike, looking for my golf balls. Oh yeah. Just. Yep. Uh, but there were so many like just so much stuff out there that I've never seen before, like trees that were. I should have done a little more research on what these trees were, but basically they're, but they're really badass the trees. The branches huh? are like diagonal, and it's almost like things you see in like Vietnam, like World War Two movies, World War Two, yeah, South Korea, kind of the con- good one. A completely different war there. I can't. I mean, I, you're only like tw- every time I bring up every time I bring up history or <laughs> geography. You're not nailing it. No, anything on this. Fo- right when I said that, yeah, I I knew that. World War II wasn't in fucking Vietnam. God damn it. <laughs> but I, without hesitation, I always, if I talk about anything outside of golf, I'm usually make myself it. look like a dumbass here. <laughs> but anyways, um, a lot of cool, cool things I've never seen before. I, I, I swear to God, I heard like gorillas in the jungle. Like there were branches just falling out of nowhere and very jungle environment. and S- Some spider monkeys. Yeah, spider monkey. Too bad they didn't sure. throw your your ball out from the woods. Yeah, you slice it in there. Yeah, well, they <laughs> couldn't even find some of them. Um, but nice. Overall, badass trip, great golf, and I'm pretty bummed I'm back in. Uh, hey, but you made it back alive. Sure, that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, that's really interesting. You say about Hawaii. If you have a chance to go to Hawaii, like definitely I would recommend trying to get some golf in. But there's so many different types of golf that you can get in. Like you said, it looked like Jurassic World over there, just up in the mountains, I would assume. But then yeah. you can go down on the beach, and you're playing golf on the beach. It's very – you can get two different, very different styles of golf. Yeah, I was kind of bummed. I, I did want that the ocean view type course. But did, think you, that would... did you get the 30-mile-an-hour winds with it? Not as much. So, yeah. there if, you you're, go. if you're in the mountains, you sacrifice. Yeah. 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 Shoot 95 or. Uh, you shot 80, dude. I, yeah. I'd be oh, satisfied. Oh, another, mile an hour wins, though. That'd be. Another, <laughs> great, another great story that I just remembered from this trip. So, the starter, he goes, sorry, guys. He's he's kind of got like a. Uh, I don't 
I don't really know his accent. I'll try and do the impersonation when I oh. when I drop the main line. I can't wait the for story. this. So he goes, he's telling us about the course. He goes, first hole's here. <laughs> he goes, so the first hole's here. You take the cart path down for about, it's going to feel like two miles. So what you do is you light the dube. Smoke the dude down the car path, <laughs> get to the second hole. Once you finish the second hole, you drive it back up, relight the dube, then you get to the third hole. <laughs> like a Jamaican or a Dominican? Yeah, I will say his history sucks ass. Yeah, but his I don't know what he was. Are usually pretty good. Yeah, they're on point. <laughs> so the guy was telling us to smoke weed because the car path <laughs> was so went, long, was so far down. <laughs> I was like, this this is gonna be. A fun round. This guy's Smoking cool. doobies with my <laughs> brothers. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Uh, if you ever had a chance to go over there, because I've been over there. I played. We went to an island called Lanai. I think it's just off Maui. And on this island called Lanai, there's two golf courses and two four-season resorts, and that's it. So my dad and I, what we did, we took a boat over there, and we played 36 holes in one day. They have a Greg Norman course up in the mountains. I think it's called The Experience. And that's really cool because it's like it was kind of rainy, you know, mountains kind of, I would assume, what you experienced this weekend. But then there's a Jack Nicholas course down on the beach. And so it was two totally different types of weather, too, like cold, a little chilly, cold, rainy up in the mountains and then just beautiful sunshine on the beach. So uh, Lanai, it's pretty cool. Glad you had fun, though, T-Bone. Thanks, boys. Yeah. Appreciate it. It was a good time. So I kind of want to kick this off, actually, with a little bit follow-up of golf gossip from last week. Or not golf gossip, outside the ropes. Remember we were talking about Steph Curry and outside the ropes? And, of course, you can't talk about other athletes than bringing in Tony Romo when it comes to golf. And Tony Romo was out playing at the Safeway Open this week over at Silverado Country Club in Napa. And I'll be damned, he shot 70 on the first day. He was like T20 or T18, yeah. something like that. My roommates texted me because they're the one who submitted the question in. And they're like, oh, yeah, like, I better hear a follow-up on this next week. Like, Tony Romo actually playing well in a PGA Tour event. I was like, this son of a bitch. Like, he's going to make us look bad if we're just, ugh. But and he did follow it up with a shit round. What did he shoot, 78? He, he missed the cut. And he was I was actually watching the Cowboys game. And he was talking about how the pros that he beat on Thursday – and then they were like, yeah, but how did you play on Friday? Like kind of trashing him <laughs> and stuff, not making the cut. I think he beat like Phil? Phil? Did he, was Phil there? Yeah, Phil was there. I, I think he beat Phil on fr- on Thursday and then, you know, didn't do shit on Friday. But right. It, th- he's, he ripped off like four pros that he beat that were, you know, pretty big names on Thursday. Yeah. I just thought it was outrageous that, that we just happened to be talking about freaking guys trying to make it on tour. And the Tony Romo on Thursday, I was like, motherfucker, like he's – He's doing really well. Like, great for him. It's good seeing that success. But like we said, it's putting those rounds back to back. And then if you make the weekend, putting four rounds together is one of the hardest things to do that's out there. That's so he true. didn't make it. But, man, it looks like he's getting a little bit closer he's getting closer. closer. Oh, he's getting man. closer. It's, getting, it's making me a little nervous. What a, for the resident Cowboy fan, which is a travesty of T-Bone, what do you think about your boy Romo? I can't believe well, you're a Cowboys fan, by the way. I know. We live Sucking in Houston. Nerd. I know. Nerd. Long story. Uh, we talked a little bit about Steph Curry last week, and again, it just shows you how hard it is to be another an athlete from another sport and make it. I mean, it was golf headlines, uh, breaking news that he shot two under par just because he was a uh, another fr- coming from another sport. Well, dude, um, like you said, he beat Phil Mickelson yeah. in one round. Like, how many people can say they've ever beaten Phil Mickelson even in one round of golf? 
You, Not many. You can't even say you beat Darren Williams. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> Douchebag. I haven't shot under 80 in weeks. I haven't played a round of golf since the mid-am. I'm, like, scared to get back out there. I'm not going to lie. That's why I texted you all on Saturday. Like, I'm getting the – or to play golf on Saturday, I'm getting the itch again. Cause, Hard no. Dude, I need to go I've never there. been so demoralized. I just see the break 80 again. I feel it's so been, demoralized. I, I almost felt like you after the 85, 86. Like, it's a terrible feeling. I, I just never wanted to play golf again. Was it that bad? Oh, so on Wolf Dancer, one of my fraternity brothers that we went out with the night before, we needed a fourth, came out, and it was me and Layman versus Dumpy and Nate. And usually, you know, I'm pretty close to them scrambling, you know, by myself. I took my hat off early. I even got up in a tree. I was so upset with myself. Oh, you didn't? Yeah. Nope. No yeah, ankle. I did. No, I did. No, I, did. no, no I didn't get problems. hurt. But, okay. I mean, <laughs> I, was, I was not happy. I've never hit... Worst iron shots in my life, back-to-back days, in my life. Like, mm. I had multiple shots yeah, that when a- I cleaned them, I didn't have to worry about grooves. I could just wipe the toe off with my thumb. Like, yeah. no <laughs> grooves needed. That's exactly how I felt after the mid-am, dude. It's not a good feeling. Oh, it sucks. It's terrible. So, yeah, I, anyway, I just wanted to start off with the outside the ropes follow-up from last week. So, T-Bone, what you got? I've got a quick outside the ropes I wanted to throw oh, yeah, in as yeah. well. Do you want to save that for the end? Do you want to talk a little camera champ first? Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Kind of ties into Tony Romo. So yeah, I mean, it's something. Somebody's listening to our podcast and telling these people what what the hell is going on. Like, <laughs> we we talk about uh, we got an inside Joaquin agent Neiman, guy wins next week. Yeah, we talk about Tony Romo next week. He's in the limelight. I picked, Phil. I picked Shane Lowry in my pick. Him. I don't. I don't think we talked about him, but we can say we did. I mean, I mean we'll, we'll have to go back and listen. To I picked Rory McIlroy for the players. He won. Like we've been, we've been pretty we've been, on we've point. We've been doing this. this. Year. We, might need, we need to start this stuff up. Y'all can call yeah, in. Maybe ask we for should advice. have like a gambling, gambling? segment, yeah. something but like that. I think I'll that would tell be you good. right now. We throw shade on Cameron Champ for not winning. You know, since, literally, he hasn't done yeah. shit since his win last year. And what do you know? Next week, as soon as we bring him up, <laughs> yes. like it's amazing. Something's going on. Man, I tell you what, seeing him hit the golf ball is special. I, I can't think of any other way than special because even when Brooks Kepka hits it, it's you know, he you can tell he's he's taking a rip at it. Even DJ, you can tell he, they're they're big guys, so but they're still taking rips at it. When Cameron Champ swings the ball, it looks like he's barely swinging. And he can pipe that thing. I think on the last hole, he hit it like three hundred and seventy yards. Three hundred and seventy one yard longest drive. Of the tournament, outrageous. He averaged three thirty-seven. Gosh, yeah, yeah. Dumpy wanted us to get us that some stats is insane. in. So, and Dumpy, this is for you. Yeah, this, this. Thanks for the, uh, thanks for the stuff here, Dumpy. He's our stat Stro- guy. Strokes, stat guy. strokes gained. That's something that's pretty big. Strokes gained off the tee. You usually see, oh, the guy who won. Then you always know, two and a half strokes better than the guy yeah. off the tee. If you get two Over shots on the field, six strokes better than the field. Yeah. That's unheard of. I can't fathom that. Uh, that's that's stupid. Yes. He won that golf tournament off the tee. Usually it's the guys, oh, he was the best putter. He was just rolling and everything. Over six strokes gained over the field off the tee. Yeah. That's that's insane. Yeah, and we can save this for another time, but we kind of talk about it you know, periodically throughout the year of just technology, how far people hit the ball now. And there are a lot of statistics out there that say the further you hit it, the better chance you're going to have to win. Just period. and But the saying is drive for show, putt for dough. I don't know, dude. The stats are backing it up that it doesn't matter how many fairways you hit or anything. It's all about just pure driving distance now. And Silverado Country Club, like, it's not that hard of a course. I've actually been out there. I've played it. Posted a decent score. Like, it's not, 
I don't know. It's it, it's not too bad of a course. That's the point I'm getting at. And so when you get a guy like him who can just absolutely hit the piss out of the golf ball, he's going to overpower a golf course like that. That's exactly right. Especially when you don't have rough that's terrible. There's no penalty. There's no penalty. Yeah. If you're, There's nothing blocking you. That's so true. And you have you know not a ton of rough. You can still get a lot of golf club on the back of the golf ball where you can get enough spin to where you can go at a go at a uh, pin that's tucked behind something. Well, there's no point in not hitting the fairway. Yeah. The guy who hits it 370 yards is going to be up there because he's not getting penalized for hitting it 370 in the rough. Not that Cameron Champ drove it like shit, but he's just knocking it so far past everybody. It doesn't matter. And he's longer. So not only is he closer, he's got twice as few like clubs getting in, you know? Mm-hmm. I guess it for, for in his mind, it's easier to hit the green with a nine iron in your hand from the rough than it is a seven iron from the fairway. That's that's the logic behind it. Yeah. That's why you get those sense. courses, you know, when they talked about the PGA, you know, how it's fit for bombers, all that kind of stuff. And then you look at the US Open. You have to hit fairways in US Open. I don't care yeah. if you hit the ball four hundred yards. You don't hit it in the fairway, you're not gonna score well. Yep. That's just shows. I mean, it, everything's going more towards distance. You see these guys hit it in the in the rough, and you can see their golf ball. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned about course setup because Roy McIlroy made news on the European headline. I guess go a little golf gossip. Sorry, the stereo thunder here, T Bone. We are a little pressed for time, so we're gonna keep this one a little bit shorter. But Roy McIlroy was venting to reporters. He was saying, especially for the European in particular, he said, "I don't think the courses are set up hard enough." There are no penalties for bad shots. It's tough when you come back and it's like, I don't feel like a good golf is being rewarded like it should be. That's kind of what we're saying on the Silverado Club. golf, yeah. Um, granted, it is the fall season, which we understand that. You know, a lot of the higher profile guys aren't playing every single week. Golf courses aren't as, I don't want to say as tough, but they're not as well known as like, I feel like once you get the Kapalua, that's when the golf season really kicks off, especially once you hit Torrey Pines over the Farmers. Right. Like You're playing golf courses that are tough. And it's just funny that, that Roy Macro is saying that because we've been saying that about the PGA Tour for a long time. Yeah, those courses are set up tough for the average player, but those PGA Tour guys are so good and so dialed in that the only way there's the defenses now are if you tuck a pin that's three feet off the green off one edge. Pretty much. I mean, because if you grow the rough out, they're going to bitch about it. Yeah. If they keep bitching, then they're going to move the tournament away from you. So if you're a tournament host, that's got to be a fine balance of setting it up tough, fair, but make people happy. Right. I would hate to be in that position. What you got, T-Bone? Anything to add? Not really. As I mentioned, I was a little off the grid. Yeah. uh, Watching golf this weekend. No, it's... Being in Hawaii. That makes sense. You're off the hook. (laughs) for that one but also it was an emotional win for Cameron Champ uh, playing for his grandfather his grandfather has recently fallen ill and his dad was there as well on the 18th green I mean Cameron Champ like you said I don't want to bind I feel like last year we bought into the hype a little too much oh he was so high last year the master's favorite that that blows my mind dude that's crazy it's too far away there's no way no even if he's playing like this going to the masters I don't think he's a master's favorite there's just no. no, no. There's too much knowledge there. You got to play that golf course too many times. Yeah, I don't even know who the Masters favorite is or who I would even pick right now. It's not even close. I mean, I would really just I want to pick Jordan Spieth between now and the end of time at Augusta National. <laughs> KJ's giving me a weird look right now, or Brooks Koepka just because he's the mat or the major slayer right now. But Cameron Champ, there's no doubt about his talent. There's no doubt that he can play golf at a Look, he's won twice on the PGA Tour. Yes. There are two fall tournaments, 
So I don't know if they're asteroids, maybe. I mean, those guys are still really good. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you had, had Phil Mickelson playing this. Yeah, you had a decent field this time. Yeah. Also, too, how cool, or do y'all like the trophy over at Silverado? It. Oh, it's nice. It's nice like a wa- whiskey or wine barrel. It's a wine barrel. Yeah. Because it's in Napa Valley. Yeah, that's oh, cool. I'm totally support that. That's got to be weird, like, if you put that up on the trophy case, though, right? That's you know, cool. It doesn't necessarily blend in with anything else. Like, what if you could actually fill that thing up with wine? That'd be very nice. Yeah. I'd, I guess I'm speaking of, of wine, so there's this thing on Tuesdays on Twitter. It's called Golf Chat, and it's like people just ask golf-specific uh, questions. I think it was pretty cool, picking back off the wine thing, kind of outside the ropes-ish. What's your go-to drink out on the golf course? You want me to start this one off? T-Bone, lead this one off. Don't get KJ's. <laughs> Probably just any kind of the three go. No, I'm gonna go with Miller Light. Okay. Any kind of light beer. Oh, more of a uh, beer guy on the golf course. No, yeah. no liquor or spirits. No, I like beer, and well, I'm not a huge fan of it. But I've a uh, had a good buddy that uh, was a member at a country club in Austin, and everyone at it's called Balcones Country Club. It's basically a bar more than it is a golf course. Nice. But their go-to thing is they drink. Half Gatorade, half beer, Sounds and it's terrible. pretty good. Really, because it gets you it where you need to ugh. be, but also hydrates you. Okay, um, makes sense in theory, but it doesn't sound very. You got to do like lemon, lime, or orange. Gotcha. Because you kind of get a if you get orange, you get a little uh, blue moon type thing. It's kind of similar to blue moon, but you're getting hydrated nice. and drunk. Okay, so it's it's cool. But for me, I'm gonna go with like Miller or Coors Light. Nice, KJ. How about you? I'm a borderline chemist on the golf course with <laughs> booze. So there's, you got a, pro there's a, lot of, a lot of things that go into it. One, how I feel and what I did the night before. True. So if I'm feeling like absolute shit, I'll start off, you know, with a crown of Coke just to get over, get over the hump. But I usually like to do, you know, Bud Light and just kind of coast on it. Sometimes it takes two crown of Cokes. Sometimes it takes one. But yeah. I like to kind of get halfway up the hill because, you know, Houston – you're sweating your ass off. It's so hot. You can drink. Well, I, I can put down a lot of beers on the golf course and not get over that hump to where I'm too intoxicated. So that's why I like to start with the brown stuff and then and then coast on the beer. Yeah, because I I can feel beer sneaking up on me. Sometimes yeah. whiskey you have you have a sip and then you're asleep in a sand trap. <laughs> so it just kind of depends. Depends Blink how I feel, and you're, what you're the done. weather's like, how drunk I'm getting. True. Boys trip or not. There are a lot of factors that go yeah, into yeah. it. Yeah, I'm telling you, no it's, doubt. It's, it's a science. Yeah. Uh, I've been on a transfusion kick as of late. Tra- trannies, Transfu- tra- man, trannies they're good. on the course, they're just, they're too syrupy, man. You really? You think oh, so? 90 degrees, maybe maybe in the fall. Yeah. Dude, trying to slam three trannies when it's 100 degrees, it's not. Well, just worry. trying to drink when it's 100 degrees is tough anyway. Eh, you can get over it. Yeah. Ooh, in Hawaii. I was there this weekend, if you guys didn't know. Yeah, Southwest. Uh, a great. Oh my god! It's the best Bloody Mary I've ever had in my life. Drinking a Bloody at eight a.m. Yeah, Hawaii time. <laughs> I'm more of a mimosa guy. Yeah. You know the champagne. I gotta guy. bring the champagne I'm out. Not a bloody guy. Good. Yeah, That's me good. neither. Yeah, the transfusion or KJ. I'm with you. Give me a crown of Coke, and I'm I'm very happy with the crown of Coke. But we always got to keep some Miller Lights in the bag or Bud Lights always. for that. If you're furthest away from the hole on a par three. Oh, 100%. If you're the furthest, so if all four of you guys hit the tee shots on the par three, furthest away has to shotgun. That's the rules. Yeah. Luckily, we played bad enough on Saturday 
Because I'm oh, pretty yeah, sure there would have been some waterworks with some shotguns after what we did on Friday <laughs> night. Yeah. Luckily, we played bad enough on Saturday to where we barely hit the green. So we didn't have yeah. to worry about that. Nice. Well, congrats to Cameron Champ, two-time winner on the PGA Tour. It's a really big deal. He actually gets an invite to the Masters now, which when he won the first time, the Sanderson Farms, he didn't necessarily get that invite. But now he does. Big deal that he's going to be there. I don't. Again, you said he's the Masters favorite. I don't really expect him to hey, do this that. This was last year. It's, it's hard for rookies to play well at Augusta National, bottom line. Because, like I said, there's so much local knowledge that goes into it. So that kind of wraps up our episode here. we got to cut this off a little bit short. We're pressed for time. So we're going to get out of here. Follow us on social media at 3UnderParPod. That is the number 3, 3UnderParPod on Twitter and Instagram. And for listening to this podcast, it is now your legal obligation that you have to subscribe. Write us a review on Apple Podcasts. But most importantly, KJ... Tell a friend. Usually I get on you all for yelling about it, yeah. but I've, I've had it to right here. Just tell a friend. It's so freaking easy. Yeah, you can do it. It's so easy. Get Man. it done. Well, we appreciate you, the listener, though. We're going to keep doing this as fall golf uh, continues to go. Hopefully the weather will get better here in Houston so it won't be dying. I, I saw it was supposed to get under 90. Yes, it is. Towards the end of the week. That is a big deal around these parts. So I think that's all we got. Thanks again. And remember, little white ball is life. <laughs>